0: This is like the best team I've been on. Coaching is kind of like their own team and themselves a little bit. You know what I mean? Coach Jay, Kenny, Jarosh, Hurst, James. I just feel like they outwork the other coaches. You have a lot
1: in your back pocket that you can bag. use. My bag.
0: Every guy has stepped into the opportunity really well. I think that's like the the awesome part about this team. shout out Tanner. That dude, like talk about making the most of the opportunity. He stuck through everything, kept working. The absolute spark plug off the bench offensively.
2: I feel like that's just kind of like life too though, like, you can be ready but like, if you don't get an opportunity, it won't mean anything.
0: I just like...
1: Episode number four, here we go, post-game podcast after these two co-hosts just got back from a sweep of Seattle Pacific University. They have now played five regular season games, but have played seven total. My two co-hosts, Rowan Anderson and JT McDermott, have been balling out as juniors this year for Whitworth. And instead of posting a different podcast earlier that we have recorded, we wanted to do one right now, a day after they played at Seattle Pacific and get this out to you. And hopefully a week. That way you guys can hear all the thoughts, all the feels, the emotions, the unheard stories by our two players of the game from Whitworth FM Sports Radio. Again, you're listening to Pay to Play, a D3 podcast with Rowan, JT, and stat guy Luke Schwartz. We shoot from (laughs) things all D3. And we get real when it comes to basketball. Certainly because we got two biased guys to my left and to my right. So let's jump right in. We're going to waste no time today. No breaks probably. No uh, fake... Uh, commercials, and so we're gonna roll right oh, in. Yeah, with no that. breaks. <laughs> all right. So instead of starting from the beginning with College of Idaho, let's go right into Seattle Pacific. You guys, uh, cool. first
0: because I can't talk about Seattle. So like... <laughs> Those hurt. <laughs> Those are brutal losses,
2: but yeah.
1: It was uh, first road games that wasn't Montana. First yeah. uh, D two team you guys have played all week. Uh, this was a conference champion team last year. D two, mm-hmm. so one step above you guys uh coming into the weekend as far as starting off the season 0 and three what were you guys' mindset mentality going into it were you kind of disappointed before or were you just like all right i'm tired of losing let's go definitely uh tired of losing we had the college of idaho games where we lost by a
2: combined three points both games and we felt like We should have won both those games.
0: Yeah, first one up by 20, loss. Second one, double OT, lots of opportunities to win.
2: brutal losses. Yeah. And then we played Montana after those games, and we felt like we were just not as good as them, but, like, we were right there with them. So that gives us confidence in going into the Seattle Pacific games. And we thought – I don't know if we thought we were going to win both, but, like, we were confident, I felt like. And, yeah, we played like we were confident. And then we took both games.
0: I feel like we definitely took the experience we got from, like, Lewis and Clark State games, College-Idaho games, and even, like, the confidence with how we competed with Montana.
2: Montana was a big confidence boost. I yeah. Mean, like, even though we lost by 15. But, like, I mean, we, we were in the game the whole We game. were within
0: nine until, like, four minutes left, I think. right? Yeah. And yeah. if we
2: could stay with them, like, who can't we stay with?
0: Yeah. And I think, yeah, I mean, we kind of caught a little rhythm there, especially offensively. And then defensively. Like All of our games we've been pretty, I mean, I think we were averaging before this weekend 20-plus turnovers a game, and that was playing a mix of man and zone. So we were pretty confident in our defense, and then uh, I think our offense just kind of started clicking. We have so many weapons. <laughs> it's it's crazy. <laughs>
1: we're going to be nice this year, Luke. This conference, oh, we're coming. It's funny because, like, you graduate a guy like Ben College two spectacular role players like Garrett Hole and Sam Lees, mm-hmm. and then you think to yourself, all right, heading into the offseason, who are going to be our playmakers next year? And like, all right, well, we got some guys who played last year, some guys who were mostly on the bench. But as far as your guys' perspective, uh, both of you have been starting every single game, which hasn't happened in your career. Uh, we talked about it previously on the podcast that like you guys really haven't had that many minutes playing and uh when we just posted the jordan letter lester podcast today uh you guys were talking about a game where jt played 30 minutes like it was a game where he was locked in like that was like when you know you're going to be playing when you know you're going to be starting you're locked in yeah how have your guys' mindsets changed since knowing that you are the starters like you were the guys that people are going to be relying on to win the game in the tough moments like hitting a three-pointer late in the game or hitting two clutch free throws to seal the deal shoot that's a great question um it's totally changed
2: for me i feel like i'm i'm locked in defense and offense the coaches are like talking to me i'm like i'm focused like not saying other years i wasn't at I wasn't focused or I wasn't listening to them, but like, I'm like, when they tell me something, I'm like, I'm locked in. I'm going to translate that straight to the game. And that's like, that's a big difference for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, I feel like it's the first time I can actually just go out and play. Like you feel free. Yeah. Before I feel that
2: too. I feel free out there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: before coming off, it was like, we would get in the game and like, you kind of got a little rope, like, and you, and it's fine. Like you, you're coming off and then you got to do your job. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're getting like 12 minutes a game. And that was like, for me, that was tough because I was like, I just want to go play. And now like kind of having, I mean, we earned, we definitely earned it. Like we, we proved ourselves in the early games and we've continued to prove ourselves. Um, but yeah, I think just being able to play more free, it helps, for me, it helps me lock in more, feeling comfortable with knowing like no matter like, also our team, like I, I feel like we've got a special group too because like I feel like no matter who we go against, we're gonna compete, at the least. Like I could be having a bad night, but Gel and Liam could have 15 points in the first half, a piece. Mm-hmm. You know, or like like the other the night. Other night, yeah. That Liam aren't li-
2: they? Are, they're our leading scorers, Liam and Gel. Yeah, right. And, and then they both had zero at halftime.
0: I think Gel had two. Or so. two. Yeah, but they like Liam was in foul trouble. Gel struggling offensively a little bit, shoot the ball. But you know, we're me,
2: still up by thirteen at half. Yeah,
0: me me Pac J T stepped up. Fo Fog is absolute spark plug off the bench offensively. Yeah, and K. And Ka locks up. I mean, yeah, Brad's been playing great. Jerry comes in, gives great minutes. And every guy that's every guy has stepped into their opportunity really well. And I think that's like the the awesome part about this team so far this year. Yeah.
2: I think as like the season's going on, like we've been blessed to have like six or five uh preseason games or seven. And like I feel like now we're like everyone knows like their role and where they're at on the team, mm-hmm. and like so when we go out there and play, like there's like no confusion, like everyone knows like yeah what w- we're doing, yeah
0: what your job is, and that's only gonna continue. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that still happen, you know, never like guys coming back now with Zay and Reed hopefully coming back soon, will just make us even more dynamic, and then uh, and you never know like some guys might go down again, injuries happen, um, but I have full confidence that anybody will step up and be ready to play because practices practices will be even more intense now if not than -hmm. they were before
1: yep you know it makes me think about this you never want to see a guy injured but injuries have allowed both of you guys to capitalize on opportunities if you walk into this year and you have an entire healthy 20 man roster honestly do you think you guys would both start where you have the injuries of reed brown Isaiah Hernandez, Jordan Lester, Chewy Zevenbergen. So I'm I'm asking this hypothetically. You don't actually have to answer this question, but I think right now it's really good that these guys are coming back and they weren't like season-ending injuries. But as you mentioned it before, Rowan, like you didn't have a leash. There wasn't a guy backing you up like, oh, man, if Rowan makes one mistake, we're yanking him and we're putting a different guy in there. Like you had free reign out there. So did you, JT, because you don't have those guys backing you up, basically like, all right, got to take him out now. He's not playing well. So you had time to make mistakes and also capitalize on opportunities. And I feel like a lot of the times you don't get enough opportunity to make a mistake and then learn from it on the court because the coach just yanks you and out. continue playing, yeah.
2: I feel like that's just kind of like life too, though. Like, you can be ready, but like, if you don't get an opportunity, it won't mean anything. And like the same with basketball, like, we can be ready. Rowan and me can be ready. But if we don't get an opportunity, like, nothing's going to happen.
0: Yeah. But I think it also goes to, like, staying ready for the opportunity. Cause, I mean, and preparing to get ready, yeah. Yeah, I mean, That's I mean, we, we work our asses off for two – I mean, we're still working our asses off. But, like, we thought – I can probably speak for both me and JT. We thought last year was our opportunity. Like, we had opportunities last year. And, like, we capitalized on some of them, but not really, like, consistently. Like, this is the first time, like, we really just, like – we just capitalized on everything we got because we had nothing to lose, I thought. That's that's how I went into it. Jordan Lester on the last
1: podcast said you guys were dogs, and you jokingly laughed like, yeah, okay, okay, sure. But he wasn't wrong. You guys have been playing like dogs out there. I mean, we got two of the best players on the team right now starting every Chill. game. Nah. We got a double-double over here, and then we got player of the game over here from last night's Triple-
0: victory. JT's on triple-double watch.
1: I want to take it back to game number one. And let's focus on Rowan for a little bit right here. Ooh. Game one, you drop a career high twenty-four points, career high ten assists, double-double for the man. How oh. many turnovers? One. One, one
2: turnover. turnover. That's one. a crazy stat too. Yeah, one that. turnover, ten assists.
0: This is this is the, that's honestly what I'm most proud of. Like, I had like I think I had
1: nah, it's definitely the five for seven from three.
0: No, no, it's the one turner, I promise you. It's, right. it's Seventy one point
1: four percent from three point range? Yeah, that that, that, that bumped that. me up a little bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that helped me with the two for seven performance against Colorado. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but as far as your preparation for that game, was there something different that went into the pregame or was there something on the court where you're like, all right, you know what? I'm seeing some matchups that I like and I'm gonna take advantage of it.
0: Nah, I really I kinda I kinda have been sticking to the same routine for every game. Uh I don't know, but I struggled kind of like being able to prepare for games in high school i thought and i never really had a routine so i've had tried to like nail down a routine for myself before games and i, I haven't felt like i, I feel like i haven't had like a bad game like, i don't feel like i played great every game but i feel like the routine just ru- the routine just helps to keep me calm going in the game and especially going in that game i don't know what it was but i just had complete confidence in our group like i wasn't i wasn't worried that like Like in high school, I go into games and I'd be like, I got to do this, this, and this. Like, I don't have, like, it was easy for me to hit those threes or get those shots up, make those passes because it's just in the flow of how we're playing. Like, if you look at my first, like, I think a couple threes were just kind of catch and shoot ones. Like, they're just in the flow of the offense. They weren't forced or anything. Um, In high school, I would force everything like that because I felt like I had to do it. Whereas, like, I go into every game and all I know is, okay, my job is to get the ball up the floor, one, get us into a set. Um, and get you know the other four guys around me who are all lethal scorers and dynamic players going. Like my job, that's not uh, my my job isn't necessarily to score twenty four points. Like that was, that just kind of happened, <laughs> but like that that's that's how I would go into every game now. And yeah, it just it helps me just to I don't really worry about shooting if I'm open. I shoot sometimes. I pass them up sometimes. It's not okay, but yeah. And then the assists just kind of come naturally. I mean, they all getting great positions they hit shots packs hits three tough corner jumpers off of an inbounds play off of great screens from in jt and gal yeah in a row i mean yeah jt's per, like always in the short roll e- easy to dump off to him it's kind of yeah this is this is the first time it's been like i can just play
2: we're going against like a team that was that won their conference division two they get they get uh they don't get paid to play. Or they do get paid to play, right? They get yeah, scholarships they, yeah, they get D two. And we don't. <laughs> so like we're going in like they're yeah. supposed to beat us.
0: No, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, we got
2: they got a player of the year from their conference. Yeah. Moffitt. And I just Yeah and was, Rome put up twenty four and ten on him.
0: Uh, he had thirty. <laughs> he had thirty though. <laughs> but but we had the dub. I think it's definitely like when we going in like feeling like you have nothing to lose is definitely easier to play free, so I'm interested to see how like we start off conference because we got shit to lose in conference. Like it's a di- it's it's the story's kind of flipped in conference. Whereas, now like, yeah we now we're expected to win every game. We should win every game. Yes, and we're not. We the will end. win every
1: game. To go back to what Rowan said earlier <laughs> when you mentioned playing loose, playing free, and back in high school when you're playing at Cleveland, you would just have to check up shots and try and make plays happen. What I'd say to that is that it's easy to go out there and have fun and play when you have guys that you can trust. Yeah. The other four guys.
0: Yeah, that's that's the other thing. We were kinda of talking about this earlier. Like JT made a comment, we were walking out of the hub today, he was like, This is like the best team I've been on.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and I was like, Yeah, I think this is my, that we've played. That we've played with. Yeah. Like I had I played with one AU team one time. And we had one weekend where everything kind of clicked, and I had guys around me that were all studs. I think they all went D2. I was the only D3 guy, and they—they're all studs, and they was just easy to play with them. But like this is, this is just a different feeling, because like all the all these guys can—I mean we're—we <laughs> well, got packs coming off screens for catch and shoot threes. Can also drive, get to the rim. We got Gell on a post up, who is a 6'3 3 monster. Who will, who will reach up over anybody and score, hit a little mid-range on you. We got Liam, who will run a pick and double pick and roll for. Liam's or throw a hybrid a lob. on our team, that's what I'm yes, saying. Yes, Liam is a hybrid.
2: He's we'll, the most athletic guy on the court every time. Every game.
0: <laughs> but we got Liam, who can create his own shot, who can come off pick and roll, who can, you can run a backstage for and throw a lob or post up. He can do everything. We got JT, who you can just ISO in the middle, and expect exp, you will get a good shot out of it, or he will make the right pass 100% of the time. It's... Like, I don't got to do shit. I just got to pass these guys the ball. That's it.
1: And break the press.
0: That's easy.
1: I think one of your most lethal moves, though, JT, is when you get the ball at the free throw line and you pivot and turn straight towards your defender, it doesn't matter which way you go. I'm saying 90% of the time you're either (laughs) making a bucket or you're getting a foul. And I think your drive to the lane, or a little assist, or a little assist, assist. you're just so lethal from that like three point position right there. You can either pass, shoot, put it on the deck. Either way, you're gonna make a play happen. And as far as Rowan getting the offense going, I mean, we saw it in the mic'd up videos. Like, you know, get getting every guy in set, getting guys in place. You know, running the offense, and that all starts with you, with the point guard. And what I will say to your point of this is the best team you guys have ever played with is. When I think of Whitworth basketball, 2021, obviously COVID. But I think my freshman year, I think Kyle Roach. I think my sophomore year, I think Ben College. This year, I think Whitworth basketball. Yeah. I don't think there's a single guy that just pops out at me that, like, is that team. Because the team is the team. And I know that sounds, like, dumb for me to say the team is the team, obviously. But you guys are playing so well together that there's not just one guy that's representing or highlighting the team. Every guy can go off on any certain occasion and everyone's rooting for
0: each other. No, I think I think the beautiful part about this team is like so me my my kinda kinda Liam freshman but me, JT and Pax, Fog, Tanner, Scout last year. Like also like quick hold up shout out Tanner. Like we can we talk about fog Yeah, a bit? I,
1: I was gonna bring that up in a second.
0: That dude's that dude. Like talk about making the most opportunity. Like he has had such a tough go. Like especially last year getting hurt. You know, he, no like doubt. got hurt in the opportunity when we were competing in practice for like time stuff. Stuck. He stuck through everything. Kept working. Just, you know, he goes in this year and you, I think he quote, you quoted him after he got player of the game uh, against uh, Lucy Clark State. He was like, "Yeah, I'm just trying to find out the opportunity I get." That's what he always says. He's just trying yeah, to Yeah, but that's like – like that mindset's brilliant. Yeah, I'm a senior. This is my last year. I just got fun with the opp- every opportunity I get. Yeah, and he's balling out. Like we – we like I, I need to do a better job of this. I I was watching film of the second game. I missed Fogue on a couple – Like little post-ups and too, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Like when Fogue's in the game, like even if he's in for like – like he, he's just like Wait a, a quick spurt, like yeah. he, he could easily have five, seven points. Or 10 or 10, yeah, like his, like his per 40 numbers go insane. <laughs> <laughs> facts, facts, but yeah, like and then guys like Kaya, like you just like I feel so comfortable when Kayla's on the court with me, like, so I just know, like, he's he's gonna D up, like, he can he can help handle the ball, like, he's gonna make the right decision, he's gonna drive hard, he's probably gonna he hit open three if he's there. Guys like Jerry coming, like, we're yeah,
2: okay, also, in the, but like, I remember, like, I was talking about like SPU, Seattle Pacific. They had like one of their best guys out, or like the third best guy out, or something like that. And I was thinking about our team. I was like, we have three guys that are starters on our team, like no doubt when they're healthy.
0: Yeah, technically, if you're looking at like if you're looking at Zay Jordan, like from and Reed, last year, we're we're down three starters. Yeah, I just feel like you
1: could throw anyone in your guys' lineup and you would still win.
2: I just don't know what else. What who else's culture is like, Witworth. Like, yeah, I just feel like that's rare.
0: I gotta say that I feel like I feel like we kind of. I feel like you asked me like earlier in the year about what I thought like the offense would be like. I I feel like I called it. Like it was going to be like 12-12-12-12-10. Like <laughs> everybody was kind of going to be averaging around there. Again, there, you're, there doesn't need to be one guy. Basketball
1: has never just been about one mm-hmm. guy. The media just likes to point out one guy to be the face of a team. But that's the special part about you guys is you don't need that. Mm-hmm. Everyone just knows their role. They play it to perfection. And the results...
2: I think Show it like for themselves. The coaching's got has got to say something too. Yeah.
0: oh Oh yeah. We got yeah. Our, We're well coached. We are. So, I honestly, I feel like every game, Coach J, Kenny, Jarosh, Hurst, James, they as a like, like coaching is kind of like their own team of themselves a little bit. You know what I mean? And uh, I just feel like they outwork the other coaches. Like I, we always come like we won against uh, South Pacific, and then jay comes out and i saw his notepad with all the stuff he was writing on like he works his ass off to make sure he puts us in the right positions to succeed right and then he comes he came out with counters for stuff that he thought they were going to counter with
2: that is like like talk about
0: talk about like like a chess game almost like he's like two he's trying to play like two moves ahead of people it's 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 like it's very uh I don't know the right words. I just like it's comforting knowing like your coaching staff like hundred ha- percent has your back.
2: We're like, ta- we're talking like we're undefeated though right now.
0: That's true. We are two and three. <laughs> like, but here's the thing: we though. we were all talking about this too. We were like, hey, are we allowed to be this happy right now? <laughs> yeah, we're two and three, but I feel like we needed those losses a little bit. Like, no, we don't ever need a loss. I know you don't ever need a loss, but like,
2: yeah, we're learning.
0: But like, think about I I I personally think like. As, like, a unit, our growth from those two tough-ass losses, like, it's kind of... Because, like, you lose a 20-point lead, you don't forget about that. Mm-hmm. Like, we're up... We're, we're up almost... Tw- we're we up 20 against South Pacific at one point, first game?
1: Yeah, first game up 20, and then at halftime yesterday, guys, we're up, we're up t-
0: 13. 13, we're up... And we, we, we went in the half last... Those two games, we're, like, 20... Like, I remember the first game, every time there's a media... Either me, JT, Pat, like somebody was saying, like eight more minutes, like like four more minutes, like we like keep the energy up, yeah, that like like they would make a run and like like we knew like it was a weird second half. They got to the line a lot. It was just like really stop and go game. But yeah, we were like that kind of like if we hadn't lost that twenty point lead and lost that game in Colorado, I hope we're not prioritizing urgency for like finishing the game out.
2: I agree. And trying agree to trying
0: to like right. will yeah. ourselves to do it.
2: Also felt like with those losses, and when like, I was being zero and
0: three going into the into the
2: the SPU games, that made us like have more of a sense of urgency in practice to like, get everything down, yeah, and just be locked in for the game, yeah. I know that was for me. Like I wanted to get more shots, and so I was like, damn, we're losing games. Like I don't want to be part of, yeah, I, the first time we're losing that games. Was, yeah, <laughs> we were.
0: I was reading the recap of I was like Montana, and it was like, like brutal stretch. No, I was like. No, it was, like, Whitworth falls for 0-3 in the first time since yeah, 1999, no, 2000. I was born then. Yeah. Like, bro, <laughs> come on. But I mean, also, I mean, silver lining, no other team has played this hard of a preseason before.
2: But we don't want that. We don't care about the No, oh, fuck, yeah. fuck that.
0: I want that. Screw that. No, I want that, though. Like No, like,
2: I didn't want, like, the, like the moral victories that were no yeah yeah
0: yeah. i got you i got you there
2: i wanted a victory no i
0: feel you no that's why
2: this spu
1: that that was a great feeling yes but i like to think of it as
0: we're sick of moral
1: victories you have to experience (laughs) sadness in order to appreciate happiness so once you guys experience that loss that defeat then when you guys actually win it's like oh yes like I like this feeling because I felt what it's like to lose. You And obviously you want to come in, you want to win every game. And I just wanted to talk really quickly before we move on to the next subject. It was game two, just lost to College of Idaho in two overtimes. And most of you guys, you know, you leave the field house uh, when I'm working. I try and get my media stuff as quickly as possible. But as you guys know, that just doesn't isn't the case it just takes a long time and usually there's three people that are four people that are still there there's steve flagel across the way still working on an article there's dan who works for the spokesman review and then there's usually abby and myself working on some wfm sports for downloading stuff and those are usually just the only four people that are in there but there was one guy still playing on the basketball court and he was the last guy there before steve dan myself and abby left it was wyatt walker he was putting up shots. He was going with himself. I was even kicking it to him at some points with some passes. <laughs> he he <laughs> was hitting in. a bunch of shots. And I was like, you know what? Keep working, man. Keep working. And he's like, you know, there's there's a lot of guys in front of me, but I'm just going to put my head down and keep working. And I was like, well, you keep going, man. He's like, I will. I will. And then come Saturday when you guys play the Grizzlies. Got an opportunity. Got an opportunity. Hit Montana. a bucket. Yep. And, you know, made the most of it. It's a D1 it. team.
0: I'll you another story. I mean, last night we got back at...
1: We might have to cut this. Why? Wow. Like, I don't know if he's supposed to be in the
2: gym this late.
0: Oh, whatever. Yeah, whatever, but... They're okay. not going to do shit. Uh, <laughs> Last night, like 1 a.m., we get back, and we go in the field house put all our clothes away. We're dragging. We're kind of just... Yeah. We just got back from Seattle. Yeah, me. It's like 1 a.m., and Luke's in there, and he had brought in, like, the normal Tech and stuff. And then we're walking out of here bouncing on the court, and Luke's kind of running back and forth getting shots up. And I was like, all right, man. Like, I think I think
2: our freshman class is going to be studs. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. There's no doubt. Oh, I
0: think the other. We already have a stud, Brad, like yeah, right now. Yeah, Brad's been playing great. I think the other cool part kind of about this team, like, not only we're like, one cohesive unit, but, like, I think Ooh, I this, is, point too, this is the first time. <laughs> that, was, that was hella cute. I felt it. I felt Ooh. it. You should have seen the
1: expression on his face <laughs> if you were here. Dude.
0: Um, this is the first time, though. Come on. Finish your point fast. Cause, okay. <laughs> Cause when, we were, when I was a freshman, I was looking up at Kyle Roach, you know, Ben College, Jordan Lester, Jared Christie, they're all great players. But these guys, you know, some, you know, Jordan Lester, Jordan and Jared transferred. And Jared played his, you know, started his career at PLU. Didn't really ride pine ever. He, he started. He was their top guy. Kyle has been playing pretty much his whole career. Same with Ben holes is a transfer, so the guys who were really getting like heavy minutes, I like even say like didn't really get heavy time on scout ever.
2: They weren't through the mud like us.
0: That's well, <laughs> that's not. That's not Just they're they're great players. They were just good enough. They didn't. Even yeah, have they were to go good enough. The they didn't have to go through <laughs> the mud. But but this is like the, those guys like Wyatt, Luke. You know, Jake Holtz is a dog. uh Brad. They're all dogs. In all the yeah, everybody. All the young guys. You know they. I feel like for them, they can look now and see the process. Like, this guy across from me didn't even travel freshman year. Yeah. like a fact.
2: They're all traveling. They should be grateful.
0: <laughs> but, like, but like, like we were talking about this, again, earlier today. Like, dude, we, we didn't see light at the end of the tunnel freshman year.
2: It was tough to see it, no It's, doubt. it's
0: like, really, really fucking hard to see it. It's very
2: small. Very small light. <laughs> very, it,
0: it's, like, it's so tiny. It looked minuscule. But like I mean, but like all of us, like even guys like folk, like it's about, I feel like just is just a great testament to dude. like dudes, trust the process. Like just keep working. Like it, it there will be a payoff. You somewhere. Yes. There will be a payoff.
1: No doubt. What was your point, JT? Uh
2: my point was just like it was the same how like you were saying how like freshman year we were at like in scout team and whatever. And like I remember when we were on scout team like last year freshman year like we are like let's kill the starters. That was our mindset every time in yep. practice during season, and I've already heard like rumblings like within our team that like the white team, which is like scout team basically, they're coming after us the next practice because yeah. like, they just want to kill us. Yeah, I've already heard stuff like that. I was like, this is like, but I couldn't be happy about that. I like, guess that yeah. makes me happy to hear that.
0: Yeah, that's exactly. That's what.
2: That's what they should. They should do. That's what we did, and
0: yeah. awesome. I mean, And then, honestly they probably will <laughs> dude
2: the white
1: they're solid. they're they're event. tough like
0: it's and no J- Jake holtz coming down the lane bro is terrifying. yeah bro no doubt I like to see him in uh, El Marti arm wrestle <laughs> yeah.
2: that's like the best team environment though when, yes like, like you can have a team like the best guys or whatever like they just give up on the season and they don't work hard in practice, then the stars aren't going to get any better. Or just go, go through the motions. Yeah, go through the motions. And the stars aren't going to get any better if they're just going through the motions. But if they're trying to kill us, then we're going to be that much more ready for the game.
1: Yeah. Makes me think of, like, Rudy. You, ever got, you guys ever see the movie Rudy? <laughs> Rudy. Like, a guy that never <laughs> quits, works hard, <laughs> and scout team, and eventually gets his chance, like, playing in the big moment. It's like when you have a scout team that's pushing you, like you're going to be pushed. Competition like breeds success because everyone's like going for that goal. But at the end of the day, what you guys said about the Whitworth culture is it's so different because it's not a, man, it should be me out there playing. It's like, no, I put in the time this week and I know damn well that JT is going to play his ass off tonight because I worked him. And so this competition out here is going to be nothing compared to what I did to him all week long. And he's going to go out there and ball out. And it's like when you have teammates that want you to succeed but also wants to take your spot, it's like obviously you want to be out there, but you're also going to be rooting for your guys. And that's why Whitworth is winning culture because it's not just selfish. It's not like what Jordan said at the D1 level where it's contagious and it's icky. You come to a place like Whitworth and you actually play for a purpose and a cause and it's for each other. And, again, the results take care of themselves. Yep. We should just title this episode,
2: Whitworth Basketball is is the Best. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a catchy title. <laughs> hey, I mean, we are
2: gassing our, our team right hey, now. Hey, winningest we're, team we, in Washington. Hey, Luke, we're
1: allowed. It sounds like we just went 2-0. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we're allowed to have this day. We got to get humbled real quick after today. Like.
1: No, we don't need to get humbled. Not I not mean. at Whitman. You guys can get humbled.
0: No, we're, a, we're not getting humbled.
2: We're, we're staying grounded. We know what it was like. And no, we yeah, don't, nah. we don't want that feeling again. Nah,
0: out. I yeah, literally, I think the greatest weekend of basketball <laughs> I've ever played. Yeah, this is, if, if we don't talk
2: about it now. <laughs> I'm but. sorry, like,
0: I just got, I yeah, I got to say, that was probably the greatest weekend of basketball I've been a part of <laughs> for a <laughs> while. Yeah. For a while, like, 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 really a part of. Yeah, like, like the going going to the Sweet Sixteen stuff. That was awesome. Like even even just watching that, that was amazing.
1: That's, that's but
0: true. like it's just it's just different. The fact that we be like such a good team
1: twice and that's the cool thing too is like this is only the beginning like, you guys have all the conference you have a lot of time to muster up and go undefeated we in got the eligibility <laughs> <laughs> no
2: <laughs> Wait, this is our
1: sophomore year <laughs> like you know you guys worked hard you're Gonna have a bible study later you guys are going to make sure that you're ready Damn. to go next week bible study yep you're right, you're right about that <laughs> but i water I, on the rocks I did want to go back. Honestly, we need to talk more about Tanner Fogle. Like, I feel yes. like he needs so much more credit than. Yes. Like, he deserves all the credit in the world because, again, I saw a post earlier today. It was about Mac Jones, quarterback for Alabama. Yeah, yeah. A guy who was playing against two st- five star recruits, Jalen Hurts, Tua Tunga Vailoa, didn't play for three years two pro nfl starting quarterbacks and this year he had to beat out a five-star guy at high school comes in wins the national championship trust the process keep working your time will come eventually tanner fogel is the definition of trust the process like getting that ankle injury as you said rowan like that that not only does that hurt you physically but it does so much to your mental game, and I'm not even playing at the D3 level, and I know what it feels like for you guys to be athletes to have an injury and to basically have your spot taken or not even given the opportunity. Yeah, and like as I mean, you just, said,
0: that stuff's out of your control. But he, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't even know what to say, for folk. Man, he's he's killing it.
1: We need him on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we, we need a lot of basketball guys on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear Miguel's story. We need yeah. to have Fogel on here. Yeah. Um. I mean, and that's the cool thing, too, about this team, as you guys said, like trusting one another. I feel like if you two both had a terrible night, you both foul out or you both only have two points, you're still going to get the dub because Garrett Paxton, Liam Fitzgerald, or Miguel is going to get 15, or even 15, and 20. Brad.
0: Oh, pff, Brad. Brad could come off, have, yeah. pop off for eight. Kate. K can come in, get three steals, four assists, five rebounds, six point like I mean, just guy yeah. All right. You guys this upcoming weekend
1: are facing your first NWC matchup against Pacific Lutheran. No, oh, I thought it was Puget Sound. Puget Sound. Um last year, good games against them. Actually a close game in Stellan. the field house.
0: Stellan's a dog. So what do you guys think oh. as far? Stellan, their best player last year? Stellan
1: Roberts. Uh, played okay. high school with him. He's the oh, he's still on their team? No,
0: no, no, he's not. Oh, I was going to
1: say. The sideshow Bob lookalike from the Simpsons.
0: Hey, man, he's the nicest guy ever. That was, my, that, was, that was my senior when I was first on varsity. He's a great guy.
1: All right, as I mean, this is just off off the top of the dome. I left my notes page in my room. But <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what was the bus ride like coming back home last night? I know it was a nice four-hour and 30-minute drive, but what was the energy? What was everyone talking about?
0: we were just talking about the game yeah i think we, we were kind of like we were joking around like funny things that happened in the game i feel
2: like it was kind of almost like after the buzzer went off for the second game at the end i think it was like almost like shock i don't know if it's shock but it was more like damn like we won both yeah <laughs> like what
0: we, we had we we're we we're in the back kind of for a cool like 30 45 minutes talking about yeah we were game. just talking about the game like kind of funny shit that happened like well, like, obviously
2: it was, it was all smiles and like yeah. laughing and a great obviously way better feeling than coming back from loss. Yes, episode. yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: you guys coming back 0 and 5 would we wouldn't be doing a podcast right now. Ah, uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I think so actually. Yeah, I agree. I'd be very upset. And, but like, you know, that's the thing too is like This yeah. is a completely different podcast if we come back. 0 oh 2. <laughs> yeah, because think about it. You guys go into the NWC 0 and 5, like, they're putting disrespect on your guys' name. Like, yeah. the last time Whitworth goes 0 and 5, we weren't even close I to hate a twinkle in a, in the eye of That's our I'm sorry.
0: I hated that quote in that recap 0 and 3. Like, bro, look, if you watch the games, shut up.
2: But, like, he's I'm, not lying. It's, no, it's, it's what the. So I, I
0: don't, it's, him. It's We're a, I, don't him. I know you don't, but it's a, it's a real stab, but dude, can't, like.
2: What? No, you, I'm just – you saying, want no. to take pity? Did no, I'm, not, them, I'm not. you want them to give us a moral victory?
0: No, I'm not. But I'm saying from the perspective of, like, other teams, if I'm looking at it and I'm seeing, oh, Whitworth has played seven games. We haven't played anything. Oh, and they played the number four NAIA team in the country. they lost first game. They were down shorthand in the second game. Still competed. Um, they competed with the number, I think they're, like, 20 in the nation now, NAIA team. Both games. Should have won, won both. No moral victory. Should have won both. Oh, They play Montana. If I'm a basketball player, I'm looking at the entire box score in the whole game. Which, do you do that? I do that every time. I'm looking at, oh, halftime score. They're down six. Oh, with four minutes left, they're only down nine. They weathered a run when they were down 18 at one point. Okay. They did pretty well. Oh, shit. They should be, you know.
2: We're down by four at
0: halftime. We're down by four at halftime. And then. To Montana. Yeah, then we got down 18 later.
1: I'm not defending who wrote it since I know who wrote it. But journalism is tough. Because you have to
0: try and stay in the middle. And yeah. Give no. That I, no. I. I. I get what he was doing. I. W- I didn't. I didn't mean, like hate on that, but it was. It was from like when you're saying like teams looking at it, other teams kind of looking at it. they g-
1: teams are gonna if respect we were and you more 5, than
0: if they're if we we're zero and five and a team was looking at it, I would I wouldn't look at our schedule and be like, oh, these guys are. I'd be like I'd be fucking scared.
1: Well, it's like what Christian Wood said to Shaq, like when Shaq said, Oh, I wasn't so, familiar with your game, it's like oh you, you know must be a me. casual then. Casual. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the casual like, oh, they lost like their own three. Like then no, they're not gonna care. But if you're like a guy like me, a guy like you, or the opposing team, yep. they're not like you know, when you guys face Puget Sound, their coach isn't gonna be like, Oh guys, they're oh and three we're not good this year like let's party all week and then let's go get two dubs this weekend boys (laughs) like they're obviously gonna look at those games and be like damn they played some really good teams they played their asses off they didn't walk away with the dub but this is still a good team and they just proved to us with a nice sweep over seattle pacific that they are the real deal and it just took a couple games to get started and i wouldn't even say get started either because you guys, at, at two points, could have finished it. I'm not going to give you Montana, but you guys should be 4-1 and one right now.
0: Yeah, agreed. I agree,
1: <laughs> 100%. Um,
0: this is interesting, too, kind of going a league that would have never happened before. Uh, we have no film on the team we're playing. Think about it. Usually we go in a league and the team has played a preseason game. So we have a pretty good amount of film with what they run, their personnel, who they go to and when. Um, their offense. What so would we, you
2: rather have though? No film and team that hasn't played at all, or would you rather have film on the team
0: that's? Yeah, I don't know. Played. We're gonna find out, but it's also SPU, it's, a no film too. it's a double side. It's a double edged sword though, because they have now five games of film on us. I was gonna Six. say that means
2: nothing to us.
0: No, but like I know it doesn't. But like to yeah, an extent, this is it, why though. This is why. Cause last
2: year, oh, they got their guy. We gotta stop him. Yeah. What are they gonna do right? What are they gonna do against us?
0: No, exactly. No, exa- who they who they no, gonna double team? That's the lethal thing about our team. I know they're not. They can't send like everybody to one guy because all of us can do something.
2: That's why being a team, I feel like, it's so much harder scout when it's yeah. five good guys on yeah, the court 100%. at all times or eight good guys.
0: I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's interesting. Nine. It's interesting. The like small advantage it, it brings a little bit mm-hmm. of like being able to see what we've been running and stuff. Yeah. And because like, but I feel like we have way more of an advantage playing. Than no, we they do. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely playing like we can. We can pick up their offense probably in like the first like segment. Yeah. I, even if like we scout it and they're running a totally different offense than last year. Yep. You know, like I, our coaching staff will pick it up and we'll make adjustments like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we can. Or we'll pick it up because we're good at defense. Yeah. Also. Yeah.
1: Like all right, and you know we're talking about big hits, and I'm looking at your eye right now. <laughs> can you give us a little play by play and what happened to your right eye? Uh, their
2: point guard, their like player of the year guy, just came down the court. Or he came down the lane in the paint, and I was help defense. I went to the go contested, and he just like put his arm out to like make space, and his elbow just hit my my bone, my right here cheekbone. I don't even know. What you place.
0: slowly dropped. I remember like seeing the play, and I was like, I was like, oh, I thought they called a foul on JT. So I, I was, think they were going to, I was, and then they saw me drop to the no, ground. Yeah,
2: they saw you, in. and then he was like, off offensive foul.
0: No, I. I was, I was getting ready to go over and have some words with the ref. And <laughs> JT is going. And just on it, then drops to his knees. and He's, like, cradling over, holding Dude, his face. I,
2: in my head, I was like, oh, gosh, does this hurt? I was like, oh, yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> it <laughs> we, we, yeah, we walk over
0: to the huddle because they're, like, reviewing the play, right? And Jay's like, you good? And Jay's like, yeah. I'm just trying not to cry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's like... She hit my
2: nose into like... No, my yeah. You mode. got a feeling you, yeah. like, your
0: nose gets hit and you're like... Yeah, yeah it's what it was. Yeah. Is <laughs> that... <laughs> little sniffles. you so tough. <laughs>
1: no, it's like when... Uh, podcasts with jordan when ron's like oh i'll lunge someone if you get in a fight with someone and he's like nah like my, my shoulders hurting, bro like i can't i can't fight man i i'm sorry man like hey get off of him <laughs>
2: but off like but him. like 10 feet away i'm yeah, saying 10 feet away. hey
1: hey stop
2: you. it please quit that. did you see the guy i was guarding though this i was a big man that was i don't know if he wasn't the tallest guy i've guarded but he was the strongest
0: guy i've got yeah, he was
2: His name... I didn't experience like he did. I I had one thing. (laughs) His first name was two words, Luke. El Monte. (laughs) (laughs) And he was a man. He looked like he was (laughs) 30-something. It's like bench warmers when it's like, I am 12. No, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, the birth certificate. He had a nice beard and nice curls. Damn, what? I, I, what, are we talking about like your the man crush G- or who you guarded? Oh, well, he was just—he looked like a.
0: Why are we continuing this?
2: He looked like he had a full-time job, makes a lot of money, <laughs> has a family, and he looked like he was well put together. He
0: had dad strength.
2: Like, while well, me and Ro have like ugly facial hair.
1: You're, like <laughs> sometimes when you get the ball, JT. Oh, what what do you want? Oh, well, I was just gonna say
2: because <laughs> I had something in my mind. I was like, we were joking about it with like one of our assistant coaches, we were saying like. JT only passes, like, what did he say? Like JT only passes when uh something, I don't know what he said, but I was like, the only time I ever pass the ball when it's an ISO for me is when I'm tired. Yeah, no, it's
1: when he's tired. It's when he's tired. Well, I'm I, shooting it every time other than that. What's funny is that that brings me back to a point I was just about to mention. We were in double overtime, and you got the ball at the, at the free throw line, and you did your typical turn, look at the hoop, and all the other guys were covered, and you just stood there for, like, four seconds, and then you finally passed it away, and I was like, "What's going through his head right now?" Like he has not moved a muscle for four <laughs> whole seconds. Was it double OT? It was double OT. Right. Yeah. He, 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 <laughs> he was he was cooked. He was. <laughs> he, was did he, did
0: he was like, "Stay up, stay upright. Don't fall, don't fall."
1: No, like <laughs> breathe. It, <laughs> it was after the first game against College of Idaho, and you guys came up to me post game, and you were standing, you were sitting, and you hadn't said a word for like two minutes straight. And then you're like, "Bro." I'm gassed. Like, I'm straight-up gassed. Rose said that or me? Rose said that. Okay. You were tired after that first Dude, game. we got in
0: game shape, too. We're in game shape right now. Yeah, I, right. I wasn't that tired, like, South Pacific games. Uh, or Montana. Montana. Yeah, hey. even uh, though.
1: no, I was tired of Montana. You guys complained about conditioning earlier, but aren't you kind of glad that you did it now?
0: Uh-huh. I just, <laughs> like... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If it was a regular year, yeah, that would have been helpful, because we would have, like, that we would have conditioning gone to practice playing like a little bit more smooth, but we had conditioning and we stopped playing and running for like a month, two months, yeah. So, like, we and had we, like and
2: we and you lose conditioning fast, Luke, yeah. You I probably like, lost it the first couple of weeks after. Yeah,
0: I feel like we we definitely regained it just by playing as much as we have for sure. I just got used to it, so, but yeah, I, I there's a point I remember an SPU game, it was there's a point I was like, oh, I was like breathing really heavy. But I was like, I remember the same feeling from College of Idaho, and I wasn't as tired. It's like it's like a mental thing, I think. Like you get used to it.
2: That's funny you say I had the ball for like four seconds at the top, because like I feel like whenever like I make a move or whatever, I feel like I do take a while. But
1: <laughs> oh, uh, you slow mo, you're slow. Yeah, I definitely just like slow mo. I go a little slower than everyone. I think I don't know what it is. It works out. Like this is a compliment, but I think everyone on the court knows where you're going. It's just tough to stop you. It's like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had the hook. Like, we know he's going to go to it, but it's unguardable. Mm -hmm. Like, we know you're going to do
0: the coveted JT spin move, but you're going to make the bucket, so who cares? Well, Also, like, his pivot game out of it, like, his counters are elite. No, you you have some really good moves, and I've been courtside for a couple
1: spin moves, but overall, I feel like you have a lot in your back pocket that you can use.
2: My bag. That's, like, a more, like, common term.
1: (laughs) See, I I knew the broadcasting tips would come in eventually. (laughs) Like,
2: no, back pocket works, too. It's fine. But, no, like. But if you want to be more hip, you say bag. In your bag. All right. Like, Rowan's got a lot in his bag. Oh, God. He's got the little tween-tween behind the back.
0: Three-pointer. That's in his bag. Why not done that? He's got the. Scout team row came out first game. (laughs) (laughs) those shots i was shooting those are scout team row shots (laughs) but i mean
1: that's the thing though just playing loose though sometimes playing scout team like thinking you're in scout team you have more confidence yes and then you shoot like you wouldn't
0: fuck it